Hi, hi, guys. It's episode 10 of Oto. Did you miss us? We've been gone for a little bit, and I'm sorry about that. Tonight with me is Ev, and uh, he also hasn't been around. He's been doing some schoolwork, and I've been buried under boxes and boxes and boxes (laughs) and boxes. And uh, Aaron's off being a rock star somewhere, so we apologize we haven't been around, but we're back. We're back now, and we're glad to have you guys back with us. So, how are you doing this week, Ev? I'm pretty good. Uh, I was wondering when you were when you uh, just just started the show that like you mentioned this is episode ten. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, how did we make it to episode ten? <laughs> I know, right? It's crazy. I'm amazed that it's gone by so fast. Yeah. I, I really can't believe 10 episodes already under our belt. Well, soon to be under our belt. Fingers yeah. crossed we get through this one, huh? Yeah, if we survive. <laughs> A really great show tonight, guys. It's all female rock artists, which... I would love to have a uh, continuing, uh, ongoing version of these episodes because there are so many talented chicks out there from you know Japan, Korea, China that do not get any exposure here in the West. We we talk about idols. Uh, we've even talked about them on the show quite frequently in the past. We even have a contributor whose sole purpose is to give us all the J-pop idol news. So we love you, Alex. But uh, we're going for rock girls tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Throw I, I, I think you bring up a good point. I I would agree that here in the states, at least, I, f- I feel like the 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 artists who get much more attention, who are female, are typically ones who are. Pop idols, you know, like a, a, a like a Yumi Hamasaki and Utada Hikari, like people know those those names. Right. But when you mention other names, they sort of like, huh? What? Yeah, uh, even uh, Amano Tsukiko that we played recently, nobody, unless you know you love the Fatal Frame games, you know, even knows of this person. So uh, we wanted to do a couple of episodes focused uh, on female rock artists. Hopefully you guys like what we've got uh, prepared for you. I think it's excellent and one of the best playlists we've had, you know, since our show's inception. But I'm, I'm way partial to a lot of these girls. In our first block, uh, we've got uh, Sheena Ringo. Even if you're a J-pop fan, the name may ring a bell. She's uh, the front woman of Tokyo Shihen and has been around in the music industry. Well, her... Initial uh, debut single officially was uh, 1998, so she's she's got some years under her belt now. And uh, one of the most prominent and popular female rock artists to come out of Japan. Yeah, and really respected by a lot of artists who don't even live in Japan. Exactly. Huge discography to her. Um, I recommend all of it. She runs the gamut in genre from, uh, you know, punk rock, uh Big band, bossa nova, funk, hip hop, electronica, enka. So she's everywhere. She sings in <laughs> she's English. She's everywhere you want to be. <laughs> German, French, and Japanese. Yes, oh, classy, classy lady. And <laughs> if you hear, I'm a little on the flimmy side. I'm recovering from a bit of a summer cold, so I apologize for if I sound a little weird tonight. I am on the back end of it. And uh, after that, we've got uh, one of my personal favorites. And that's the artist Aya, a solo artist like Sheena. And uh, she's inspired by uh, the uh, grunge sound of uh, the early 90s here in the state. Very Seattle-influenced little lady here. And you can hear it, you know, pretty prominent in her songs. 
really amazing artist. Uh, she's been produced by people who've worked with Nirvana, so she, she's got a bit of cred to her. <laughs> and uh, her the song I've picked out for you tonight from her is one of my favorites, simply because it's so cheeky. It's uh, about getting frustrated with your partner, and you got to resort to you know your good old rabbi doll, and that's a... Uh, marital aid it's a short form to refer to a rabbit type marital aid <laughs> and it's a cute amusing song but it's uh, it's got that grungy feel to it and i absolutely adore it i i haven't heard the term marital aid i think ever <laughs> i read it in some catalog probably years ago that you know parents would get delivered to the house that had all these you know old people supplies <laughs> <laughs> And they would always say marital aids. <laughs> so yeah, we've got uh, those two artists coming up in the first block. And then we're going to follow it up with uh, some symphonic and some art rock. <clears throat> Again, excuse me. Huh? And then a little on more on the punky side of things. And we're going to close things out, you know, with a little gothy stuff. How we how we like to close things out. Something a little, little more on the mellow side of things. Something to perturb your dreams at the end. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. With uh, the song that you chose, her name, Kaya, right? Uh, Aya. Aya. Oh. A-Y-A. Sorry about that. No uh, I've never even heard about her. And, so, and a lot of so people I'm... haven't. I only heard about her through a uh, all-female rock community on LiveJournal like, uh, maybe five, six years ago. Not very many people to this day really know who she is. So I'm wanting to get her name out there, and I want to get her back into music. She hasn't made anything in a while, and I'm mad at you, Aya. Get, get back. Get back to us. You should uh, you should kidnap her and do something to her. And use the marital aids on her. Oh, oh, come on, come on. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, I, All I right, know. we've got Sheena Ringo, Sumi Tabatsu, from her album Shoso Strip, released in 2000. <laughs> and Aya's Ravi Doll, from Sensho Nohana, released in 2002. We'll see you guys in a bit.
finish my rabbit hole. Oh, hey, uh, welcome back. Oh, oh, hey, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> that was uh, Sheena Ringo's Sumi Tabatsu from Shoso Strip, released in 2000, and Aya's Rabbi Doll from Senjul no Hana, uh, released in 2002. Kind of caught me singing along there, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what did you uh, think of Aya? The way you described her saying that she was sort of more grungy and stuff, I think suited it well. Even before listening to the song, just from the name, I thought it was just... I honestly thought it was, oh yeah, this is like a, 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 a Yumi Hamasaki, right? They call her Aya or something. I don't know. I, I, I made up some storyline in my head thinking it was a completely different person. But So it's, so the song surprised me, that's for sure. Uh, let's see. What do we have coming up? Okay. Uh, yes, uh, we've got uh, Live Moon, which is uh, one of my picks, and another one that you're not familiar with, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful, wonderful band. They are a symphonic rock band that formed in 2009. And they are a little uh, unique in that they've got a vocalist that's um, Swedish-born. So, mm. uh, And for a couple of years, uh, Live Moon, uh, as a band, took a hiatus. So the singer who goes by uh, Akane Liv, which uh, real name was something like Akane Okamoto Kaminsky, I think <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Took a break from that so she could go back to Europe for vocal training. And since she's returned, the the quality of songs that they've been coming out with has just been fantastic. And uh, the song that we're going to play is called Alchemy. And it comes from their album Symphonic Moon that was released in 2012. And then after that, we've got one of our idols that we can't seem to go more than three episodes without talking about. And that would be uh, one of uh, Tomo Furukawa's uh, projects called Tafuka Madara, well, just now called Tafuka. Uh, and they are fronted by a uh, singer, a female singer that goes by uh, Nunu. I think that's yeah, how I think that's pronounced that way. <laughs> really cute song, this one. I, I, I've heard rumors that she's an android, actually. Really? I mean, have you heard her voice? <laughs> yes, yes. I, I could really, I could buy that. I, I would definitely, <laughs> but I would buy that. Um, and we're going to be playing the song uh, Tamagoyaki Picnic, uh, and that's from uh, Manatsu no Yoru no Kitakaze, uh, which was released in 2008. And they've had a handful of releases, but they're fairly hard to find. So if you can get your hands on it, by all means do so. You're not really going to find them on the share sites, people. you got to support Furusan. You've got to. He's an amazing yeah. individual. He has a pretty easy uh, web shop. You can just go in, and he'll be more than happy to, to to send you some stuff overseas. And plus, you can probably buy some of his jewelry there too. Uh, yes, he's uh, he's done uh, prop work, jewelry work. He directed all the videos for Gunyan Tools, which we've discussed previously. Just a really creative individual and really personable. He's a really nice guy in addition to all this. So highly encouraged. He's really weird. He's really weird. <laughs> yes, he's he is. like really weird, but he's an awesome weird guy. Yes. Uh, and uh, the la- label that they're on is run by uh, Furu, and that's called uh, Finch Liqueur. And if you Google Finch Liqueur, you'll be able to find the website and be able to get a hold of all of uh, the currently in print Tomo Furukawa works. So highly recommend that you do that right now while you're listening. Open a new tab. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, after that, we've got uh, another band that's uh, close to my heart that is extremely underrated. I don't know anyone personally that's even heard of them and that 
saddens me, and that's the band Kara. Now, there is a K-pop idol who has shares the same name. So when you you know you go on YouTube and you search Kara, that's usually what's going to pop up. But this is what we're playing is a Japanese band formed in 2004 and haven't really been seen since 2008. So if you're out there, Kara, come back. I'm telling that to you too. You and I are both just you know get on the same boat and just you know come on. But uh, the song we're going to be playing from Kara is their first single, actually, uh, called Circular. Uh, but the version we're playing is from their full-length album, uh, Sabai, which was also released in 2008. 2008 are was th- a good year. <laughs> are, th- are They would just be a uh, rock band, right? They aren't sort of in the fringe of VK or anything like that. They're just um, a pure rock band. They would probably be considered art rock or mm-hmm. uh, kind of... Um, alternative maybe they okay. fall within the similar vein if, if you're a fan of tool or a perfect circle things like that they kind of have that vibe going on for them oh. so um that's it's one of the honestly one of the few japanese bands i've gotten you know my 90s obsessed you know fiance to to sit down and enjoy and it's because they sound like the you know the almighty maynard <laughs> <laughs> Really great tracks coming up in this block that we got to get to it. So uh, I'm sorry I didn't let you talk, Ev. We'll we'll definitely let you take the helm after the break. So enjoy uh, Live Moon's Alchemy from uh, from Symphonic Moon, Tafuka Madara's Tamagoyaki Picnic, and that's from Manatsu no Yoru no Kitakaze, and Kara's Circular from Sabai. Yeah. 
And that was Liv Moon's Alchemy from Symphonic Moon, released in 2012. Tafaka Madara's uh, Tamagoyaki Picnic from Manatsu no Yoru no Kitakaze, released in 2008. And Kara's Circular from uh, Sabae, really, also released in 2008. And I love each and every one of those songs. It's been such a good episode so far. Love it. And I, I sort of want to just reassure, I mean, or tell the people who are listening to this, like, these aren't the end-all female artists. There's a ton of other bands who are fronted by female artists or, or all female, or who are consisted of all females who are awesome. But, you know, we obviously just have, don't have time to show all right. this. Right, we, 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 we can't make the, the three-day-long marathon episode where we just go through all of our fam- favorites, rather. We do plan on making more of these if you guys like them. There's plenty of females out there that, that kick butt, and we'd love to showcase them. So if, if you like what we're doing with the, the you know Girls That Rock special here, please send us a message. Let us know what you think, and we'll do more. Let's see. Next block. Some more good stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Things that are a little more on the punky side. Kind of... Another art rock band a bit coming from uh, the first uh, act in our upcoming block, and that's uh, Afuri Rampo, uh, which formed in 2002. Really interesting band members in this one. <laughs> Why don't uh, you tell uh, us about them, Ev? Yeah, I I don't remember how I got into them. I, I downloaded their uh, Korega Maya Kuda album like a really long time ago, and it was crazy. It was a crazy album. I would consider them just like psychedelic rock they it, it's it's it consists of two members uh, on guitar and vocals is a person named oni which i think in japanese means devil yeah demon and devil that... yeah yeah and then on the drums and vocals as well is uh, pikachu <laughs> and they're just wild they're a wild band if you ever get to see them live on youtube they're really energetic jumping around flailing screaming Doing just crazy stuff while while still performing and and doing really catchy melodies, singing at the same time, and then going really hardcore psychedelic at times as well. They're a really fun band, and that's why I chose this. And I um, guess this selection. They seem to be uh, another one of those that are an artist's artist. Yeah. Because uh, they have a lot of friendships with uh, things like Sonic Youth. I believe have done works with uh, Yoko Ono. Yeah, they 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 also did a. If you are familiar with other like psychedelic bands, uh, there's this Japanese band called Acid Mother's Temple. They've toured with them and they've also uh, done a collaboration with them as well. So if you're familiar with that, you sort of get an idea of where Afri Rample is coming from. Now, Acid Mother's Temple, that's not really one that uh, I'm familiar with. You'll have to send me some and we'll have to play some <laughs> at some point. Because I, I want more like this. If it's anything like this, I want more, 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 more. Have you ever right. heard of a? Oh man, I just lost his name. This guy, he has he, one of his final releases. He sold a CD case of like 90 CDRs and a medal and a T-shirt. What's his name? Oh my! I'll I'll get back to him that. But he is hardcore noise, <laughs> Japanese. And the Japanese have some really excellent uh, noise bands that 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 come out. Uh, it's Mersbo, Mersbo. I forgot it right there. It's Mersbo. If you ever hear that name or see that name, he's like a prolific Japanese noise artist. But back to the to to this. We're, we're, we're jumping into future episodes right now. Well, it's good. We we can you know have people you know look forward to you know upcoming content. Yes. 
All right. <laughs> I'm such a dork tonight. I'm sorry, guys. But that's uh, a Furirampo, and the song is called, hope I get this right, Akan Kono Mama Kaesa Nai. And that's from Urasa in Japan that was released in 2005. And after that, we've got uh, another one of uh, my picks, some girls that I absolutely adore and have adored for quite a few years now. And that's uh, Kokeshi Doll. They've been around since the early 2000s, 2001, 2002, around in there. They just kind of dropped off the radar around 2000, after their album in 2007. I think they still do some lives in Japan, but haven't really seen any releases from them uh, since their last album that was called uh, Sesho Tainai. The song we've got coming up is one of my favorites from their uh, second release. Suicide Boogie from uh, Piroku Rui, released in 2003. And again, really great uh, noise band. They're a three-member unit, all female. And it includes uh, on vocal and guitar, uh, Naomi Okuyama. On drums, Satoi um, Oiwake. And on bass, Kaori uh, Yuko. I think that's how you, you say her name. I'm not entirely sure. Going back to the uh, Japanese noise thing, they do have some really interesting and experimental things that uh, Japan has just done with music in general. It's hard for me to keep track of uh, certain bands. Like I've mentioned before, my uh, experience is in the Visual K community, and I'm trying to broaden my horizons as I broaden yours. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you, you bring up a good point, Nate. Uh... There's just so much good stuff out there, at least in in the Japanese realm of of underground music or even pop music. And it's just, I feel, I don't know, like for me, I, I personally feel it's 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 hard to to sort of jump around, if that makes yeah. any sense. With you in that, I I primarily focus sort of in that VK realm and stuff. But uh, the in in the same way, I'm I'm trying to just jump into the deep end and just listen. And if I like something, I like it. And if I don't, I don't. I don't. I like yeah. the way you said that. <laughs> All right, guys. So again, uh, this is Afuri uh, Rampo's Akan Konomama Kaesanai from uh, Urusa in Japan, released in 2005, and Kokeshi Dolls Suicide Boogie from Piroko Rui, released in 2003. And we'll see you back in a bit. Let's go. <laughs> I'm 
that was a Furirampos, a Kan Konomama, Kaesanai from Urasa in Japan, released in 2005, and Kokeshi Doll's Suicide Boogie from Piro Kourui, released in 2003. <laughs> I'll never stop butchering this language, guys, so you better get used to it. <laughs> but I really do love those tracks. Uh, it's really amazing playlist tonight. I love every single artist we've played. And that's not usually the case. I may like a lot of the stuff that we play, but I usually don't love it. I love every single track we've played tonight. Last song of the night. Boo. Coming up. Another one. Under the belt. We did it. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) We survived. Yay. (laughs) Uh, We've got uh, G. Schmidt, uh, which is a uh, goth band from the 80s. Uh, We're going to be playing their song LSD from the album LSD which was uh, released in 1985. And uh, Ev, this is your pick and comes from a kind of a prolific record label you were telling me. Yeah, it's a, it's called a Vesselbach Syndicate. And Vesselbach in German means uh, Changeling, which I think is, is a pretty cool record label name. Especially but, for a goth label. It just yeah, it fits. It fits, man. The Japanese are great at that type of stuff. Yeah, this record label had a lot of bands... I think the most popular band that I feel a lot of people would recognize would be Automod. Sorry about that. They were a really famous uh, Japanese band. I'm trying to think who else was on it. Uh, a band called Nubile. I, I know they, they they were in another gothic band on it. Sadie Sads, they now, were on it as well. I do love Automod and Sadie Sads, two really excellent acts. So guys, if you can get a hold of them, in addition to G. Schmidt, it's everything from that label is just fantastic from i didn't even know they were all on the same label till you mentioned it so yeah and uh i think the best way to describe it i think it'd be post-punk gothic rock straight up straight up yeah this is what they sound like and i wasn't even born when this song came out so it's, it's sort of weird to think that it came out in 1985 yeah i wasn't walking the earth either <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it just reminds me a lot of of all this music that it's really hard to find now and it's it's just like this struggle to to sort of you know who kept these files or who is willing to share these files and sort of passed it down and throughout time. There's some instances where they're just not even on the internet. You they released one demo tape, had a couple of flyers, and that was it. You yeah. know the the goth scene was was never very big or popular. Visual K did catch on for a while, but gothic artists you know never really got a, a foothold in that industry especially not like they did over here uh, we did have you know the cure and then later on in uh, the late 90s we had kind of uh, the you know the new wave of of goth rock kind of come in uh, kind of with the invention of mall goths you know you had germanic <laughs> marilyn manson and orgy and you know things of that nature it that never really you know caught on over there and yeah. it's the same way with uh, grunge too i just it, never it, really stuck it's weird you bring up the the mall goth because if if you sort of separate it visually they had that goth look but then to me what I guess the the mall goth would listen to is nothing sounds completely different from what goth rock is do you know what I mean does that make any yes, sense yes absolutely um when I think uh, mall goth I kind of think uh, new metal sometimes uh, jugglos or uh, <laughs> I mean, I have no problem with uh, ICP or with Juggalos. I find, uh, you know, Big Money Hustlers hilarious. It's Uh, just I would never imagine we'd start talking about Juggalos on on Alta Show. I hear you. you. 
But I was actually watching Big Money Hustlers the other day, so that just kind of stuck in my head. <laughs> but I do agree with you. It's a complete uh, separation there around uh, 96, 97 here in the West. Goth rock just kind of took on a, a new form. It got a little harder, harder edge to it. And that's kind of the beginning of kind of the screamo era. Yeah. Have Have you ever heard of a uh, Madame Madame Ed, Ed- Eduarda? Yeah. Yes, love Madame Eduarda. Yes, love them. <laughs> yeah. I I just because uh, I I was spouting off those other random gothic. Oh, were they Japanese on the label bands. too? I don't know, but I but I mean they were on the same time. I feel like it. Yeah, they were all kind of centered around the same time. Yeah. So. And and if I would say something, I think. I, I think I'm safe to say, or I think I'm I may be in the same ballpark. I I'm not, I might not be talking correctly here, but I have my my opinion is that a lot of early VK rock, such like really really early, but like once it was starting up, was influenced by gothic rock and post punk. You know, like Kuroyume, Lunacy, a lot of the uh, early Bizer's stuff. Bizer's old early days were very yeah. uh, post rock, very gothy. So. Yeah, it had a really strong influence on Visual K, but it was really Visual K that kind of got buzz, as it were, yeah. uh, for the Japanese people and not goth uh, in general. And it kind of created this rift, and we've kind of mentioned it before a little bit uh, on uh, some VK-centric episodes that we've done. But uh, oh, I'm looking at the clock here, Ev. Oh, no. It's, <laughs> it's that time. Uh, so, guys, we hope you have enjoyed the show tonight, and I hope you'll come back for many, many more now that we're back. And we have missed you, and we're glad to be back. I'm Mama Cass. This is um, Evanor. And, Ev, where can we reach you? I think the best place you can contact me is either at uh, my Oto Show email, which is A L E M A N E A at Oto Show dash, I mean, Oto dash show dot com. Or you can find me on Last.fm. My username is Yamibito. Send me a message, harass me on my shop box, do whatever. And you can find me on otodashow.com. It's uh, mamacass at otodashow.com. You can find us on Twitter at uh, otoshowofficial. We're on Tumblr. We're on Last.fm. We're everywhere. We're everywhere you want to be. We're not Sheena. Shoot. <laughs> All right, guys. G. Schmidt, LSD, from LSD, released in 1985. Have a good night.
OTO is a 1201 Beyond production. Visit 1201beyond.com for more great shows.